Welcome to the Dames Who Dish podcast. Okay. Well, we're taping a day early because Gina's going on vacation. I'm going on a little vacay, Anne. Where are you going? Nashville. Woo! I want to go to Nashville. I've never been. We talked about doing a road trip. Mm-hmm. I don't have to be into country music to like Nashville, correct? No, and live music is different than yeah, I would agree. Radio I would agree. Music. Yeah, yeah. And true. it's not all country. I mean, there's jazz, there's blues, there's, you know, all R- kinds of rock stuff. Rock and roll. Rock and roll. <laughs> and you're going through your whole family. Yes, lots we of are. Fa- lots of family. <laughs> we, we travel in packs. Actually, you, you've been having lots of family trips lately. I know. So there's six of you traveling together. Well, the problem is when we say, oh, we're, you know, dad and I are going to go to Nashville. Like, Nashville? Well, I want to go to like Nashville. Fun. Everybody has all this Maybe vacation we'll time built up. Exactly. So we're going to eat our faces off Ooh, and we're sure. going to go listen to music. There's so many rooftop bars and <gasps> everywhere there's I a fancy rooftop bar. a good rooftop bar. And the restaurants. Mm. So we've already made reservations. And like I said, we're going to eat and drink and listen to music. What's the weather like there? It's hot and humid. Oh, okay. It's like in the 80s, but it's rain a couple days. Mm. So yeah. it's going to be... Interesting. I don't Doesn't know what matter. To pack. It, oh God, see the packing. The packing. I'm trying to be good. Oh sure. Uh, you know how many you... umbrellas we have, right? Yes. Because we bought an umbrella in every place in Europe that we went to. So I've got like 18 umbrellas. Are you checking a bag? One. Okay. One. Because my cheap husband doesn't want to pay for two check bags. <laughs> well, understandable. <laughs> so one very large piece of luggage. <laughs> And I have to put all my shoes in the carry-on. <laughs> well, that the shoes and the overcoat thing is always a problem with me. I know. That's what takes up the most space. Well, I'm so excited to hear all your stories when you get back and yeah. what celebrities you've seen. Because so many people live there now. So many people live there, but it's like everybody goes there now, too. Yeah, it's like a big true. bachelor, bachelorette it, party. Well, I was going to say a lot of the bachelor, bachelorettes live there. Well, yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. So it might be a complete shit show. I don't know. We'll see. Let's hope so. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of complete shit shows, have you had a chance to watch Extreme Sisters? No, and I keep forgetting to record it. Well, I'm not even caught up yet, but I've decided that there's about, I think there's about five different siblings that they follow, but there's really only two that are interesting. The Australian girls who um, have the same boyfriend and they have to do everything together, and they're the ones that one has a rotten tooth and the other one wants to take out the tooth with her that's not rotten, and the dentist won't take out the healthy tooth, and so the rotten tooth girl's gonna live with a rotten tooth. Oh. They have to do everything at the same time. Oh, God. They have to speak at the same time. Here's the best one: one's vacuuming, the other is standing next to her, doing the motions with her. Okay, that is a it's problem. It's cuckoo, and it's probably fake, but it's such great television. They have the same boy. They're now right now they're trying to get pregnant at the same time. By the we, same guy? Uh, oh, Gina, yes, it has to be the same Okay, DNA. what's the guy like, though? Because he must be a little weird, too. Well, not a little weird, a lot weird. Well, yes, but he doesn't, he doesn't seem to be that weird, which is even stranger. And then the, the other extreme sisters are the ones that are married to the twin brothers, and they all live together. And this uh, this is actually fascinating, because the mm. brothers are just as weird as the sisters. They are very co-dependent on each other. Well, yeah, it sounds like it. It's, right. it's very, if you just watch it for those two um, sisters. That's well, it. we've been watching Mayor of Easttown, as you yes. know, and that finished and that was really good. And that was very good. I watched Cruella, I told you on mm. Disney Plus. That was really good. You if paid $30. Uh, no, I oh. stole it from my, <gasps> my daughter. Is it worth $30? Hell no. Okay. So why did you watch Cruella? Like, I'm just not, I don't even think about even wanting to see it. Really? Yeah. Why do you Because my daughter said it was really good. Emma Stone's in it. Emma Thompson is in it. There's a lot of people in Mm -hmm. it. Um, But it was well done. Okay. It gives you the backstory, like Wicked. It gives you the backstory of Cruella DeVille. Got it. Okay. I like that idea. See, I haven't heard this. I thought it was just a remake of the Disney thing. And I'm like, why why would I want to see that? It's how Cruella came to be. Ooh, okay. It's her backstory. All right. And Emma Stone does a really good job. I could be very interested. Yeah, it's good. I just finished Panic, which is on Amazon, which is one of those stupid high school movies that I got. Troy's watching it right now. (laughs) Is he enjoying it? He said it's entertaining. It's one of those where I'd say it's mildly entertaining, but I got so sucked in that I just couldn't stop watching. And Jack Nicholson's son is in it, and it's so creepy. He looks just like him. Does he? I didn't even know he had a son. With who? I don't know. Hmm. Um, His face looks just like him. It's weird. 
And it's kind of like when he's scary, Jack Nicholson. You know, when he was in um, The Shining. The Shining. It's kind of like The Shining. Yeah. (laughs) And um, we found out that Erica Jane, there's going to be a documentary called Housewife and the Hustler. I saw that. You posted it. Mm. And I can't freaking wait. She, do you think she's like loving this? That there's a special now, an ABC Ooh. special about her and, and Tom? I, it's hard to say. Because I don't know where she stands on all this. It's hard to say whether she's loving this or not. I, I honestly don't know. Does she like the attention? Probably. She loves attention. We know that. I just, Housewife how is this? Hustler. What how is, a title. How, she got top billing. <laughs> <laughs> And then we found out that David Spade is going to be just one of the hosts of Bachelor in Paradise. So, I now heard that there's going to be a few different people coming in, which actually is weirder to me. It, like a rotation? Yes. Or is he going to be the main one? I, I don't know. Okay, that's a weird choice to me. So when people were saying it was such a weird choice, um, I guess other people were saying that. But David Spade is such a huge fan of The Bachelor. So what? There's so many fans of The Bachelor that could be host I, and I'm still confused was Wells Adams not offered it was he offered and he declined seems kind of strange that they would just totally overlook Wells, Wells who's been in the franchise forever yeah Wells seemed to be like the obvious person but I haven't seen Wells lately um he's still in the in the universe in there yeah why not Jorge <laughs> why not Jorge <laughs> don't know if Jorge there's a lot of different options carry the show bring back Jorge so, as the bartender I think if they're not bringing Chris Harrison back for The Bachelor I don't think he's coming back I mean, mean for, for Bachelor, Bachelor in Paradise, Paradise. So he's not going to come here's back here's the other Bachelor. thing I heard that The Bachelor hasn't been renewed what yes but they're still doing casting for it but no network has signed to renew it yet no course, network I mean it's an ABC it's show an ABC. well ABC has not signed on to renew it so wow. there's this feeling now are they filming that old person's Bachelor Oh yeah, what happened? I to don't that? know. The six, the senior one, the senior. Well, one. maybe they're not, or maybe they are, and going to see how that goes. Who cares? Who cares? I, I mean, does anybody really it. care about that? I, I, don't. I don't. I don't. I don't want to see someone our age, old people like us, <laughs> fucking dating and, and fucking each other <laughs> in the fantasy suite. Ew, no, they're all sleeping with the same old man. Ew, uh, not fun. <laughs> nope. Even we don't want to see that. No, we don't. Anything else? I don't think so. It's It's been a weird week. I Not a lot going on in the yeah. Bravo. I mean, there is a lot. We'll talk about it yes. in the shows. There's but... a lot going on in the shows yeah. that has spilled over. So let's just start with Shaw's because Shaw's mm-hmm. gave, gave me everything. Did we know that? Mike was going to confess on this episode no we did not they held that in yeah they did hold it in I I don't know Mike is Mike I don't know what to say I I can tell you that I'm tired of destiny already she's doing way too much that destiny I agree her and her teeth need to get out Uh, she's she's actually trying so hard to have something and I'm not I don't even think about her like when I think of this episode I have no memory of destiny. What, what's her storyline? Nothing. No, she tries to insert herself everywhere and she's there's no point to her. Too much destiny, too much. So when when we started this episode, Mike wakes up right away and he starts drinking at 10 a.m. because Pauline is not there yet. Now, my question is this. They were all getting on him about the situation again. Kind of like, you know, Mike, we don't believe you, but we still love you. <laughs> That's what they were saying. We don't believe a word you're saying. Gigi's saying to him, Mike, I get it. You're not a guy that can stay with one woman. Own it. Well, own it. Have your main girl and then have your side pieces. <laughs> and he's like, That's what are it. you talking about? What are you talking about? He That's sticks by his story until the end. Mm. Until the end. And he's not. When they were showing him shirtless, he is not. Well, gee, yeah. no, we've talked about that. He's like a total dad bod He has right a dad bod. Yeah. I don't know why he keeps looking at himself in the mirror. He's not all that. And his personality and... Ugh, I, I don't even think he worse. has much of a personality at all. When Gigi was trying to relate to him, he was like, well, I didn't think you'd be a good mother, which is totally rude. How old is Mike? Isn't he like 42? Yes, he's way too old to be acting the way he So is. self-absorbed. Oh, God. So full of himself. He's well, the fact that he's in denial. I, I know. But the fact that he's sending pictures of himself mm. from like 15 years ago mm-hmm. is telling in itself, right? He knows he's not that person. I mean, they're all telling the camera. We know he's lying. When he gets lonely, he needs 
some attention and he goes online. But what do you mean when he gets lonely? He's with Paulina. Oh, Gina, the the pandemic was really hard on him. (laughs) Emotionally, he was emotionally lonely. So I thought it was funny that Reza finds this time to kind of try to connect with MJ. Like, I got to talk to you about Mike. You know, he's doing too much here. He's lying. We know he's lying. I can't back him up anymore. I can't be his friend if he's going to be lying to Paulina. He's really trying to get back in with MJ. Didn't you get that feeling? Well, yeah. And then when he finds out that Mike and Paulina go over to MJ's house, he has a total breakdown Mm -hmm. and he starts crying. I should have been there. I should have been the one to see your baby, not Mike. And he's pissed now. Oh, yeah. Because Mike got to see um, the Shams. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Baby Shams. Before he did. You know, Tommy is still not a fan of Reza. Well, why would he be? No, I I agree. But, you know, Tommy busted up his yard. I, I honestly don't. I can't imagine that There's, that either. That Like, this is just for filming that they're trying to become friends again. And oh. they, they are friends for a long period of time. But so much has happened. Well, so much has happened. And they know, trust me, they know. If there were no mending fences mm-hmm. between MJ and, and Reza, there would be no more Shaws. And also... At this point, he hadn't even dropped the restraining order. Right. Which is unclear to me. Why wouldn't you drop the restraint? You're trying to become friends with MJ again, but you still have a restraining order against her husband? I think that he does, though, doesn't he? I thought he Later did already. The- I thought he did before filming. Well, I think he does. I think he ends up meeting up with Tommy at some point. Oh, And okay. then he'll, he'll drop it, maybe. So we met a new cast. I don't know if she's going to be a cast member. Sunny? London? Oh, Sunny. Yeah. The party plant. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what. what I don't know what is the purpose. See, I, yeah, why bringing Sunny in when we already have London? In I don't London, know. What is London ad? Eh. Not much so far. So she far. has not brought up the dick pic of Mike in front of everybody. Not yet. Mm-hmm. But I was very uncomfortable with her conversation. Like when they were having the dinner conversation and she said, let's, uh, what did she say? What's your oh, fantasy? What's your, oh, well, gee, why were we uncomfortable? Because she was describing a fucking porno? I mean, <laughs> that was crazy like too much information Ooh, the poor chef and servers and stuff are like what the hell <laughs> what the hell's going on and why did they have the fire thrower flamethrower guy for entertainment purposes it wasn't i thought it was pretty funny because they were like oh my god he's so hot it's like is he hot yeah he's a little he? scary he was kind of scary and hot at the same time what huh? about not hot. hot not hot <laughs> not really <laughs> not hot <laughs> When Paulina arrives and Mike goes to the door to get her and he's like, Ugh. shut up, shut up, because you guys are talking about all this shit. And she's like, hi. And he's like, hi, my love. I hate that. Hi, my love. Hi, my love. And he's like, they're just giving me a really hard time. It's like, yeah, he's poor so me. fucking selfish. Mm-hmm. And she and she looks at him. She's like, hello. Like, yeah, let's not have it always all be about Mike. He's a child. Poor Mike. Paulina's a fucking mother with children. Paulina, you could do so much better. What does Mike offer? What does he have? Yeah, what is he? He's broke. Does he's he have a great, great sense of humor? No. Yeah, what does he have I, going I can't for him? Fig- I actually can't figure it out. Shervin, we got to see. I love Shervin. Yeah, now do we know that Shervin and um, Gigi weren't on good terms? Uh, I kind of remember from last season. Was remember? it the bur- It was the, yes, the, the weed business, business wasn't mm-hmm. it? Something having because Nemo was... Nemo maybe, was doing the marketing. That's right. That's right. So I'm not sure what business it was that they had some fallout. But they were like best friends. I know. And you know, Gigi's interesting. Even though she's a little kooky, I do believe her when she says something. I believe that Mike tried to pick up on her when they were traveling. Oh, 100%. I believe that Shervin probably did something a little shady in a deal because I feel like mm, he was very, I don't know if you remember, but he was very tight with Muhammad Hadid. Yes. In the, um, mm-hmm. and then there was that other guy estate. that was their friend. Yeah, the shorter yeah, Sammy. Yeah, Sammy. Yes. They were all friends. They were all friends. Now mm. Muhammad Hadid mm. is being sued. I think his house foreclosed on. Yeah. Um, some of the flips that he was doing were like shoddy workmanship. So yeah. something something is not right. Yeah, something's not quite right with Shervin. But I still like to see Shervin there. So they go to do the polo. Which polo, by the way, is one of the hardest things to do. Half of them have barely been on a horse. And then even if you've been on a horse, you have to lean all the way over to try to hit the polo stick. That's that's actually very difficult. It looks to like do. a backbreaker to me. <laughs> but when Mike saw Paulina and Reza talking and him yelling, Paulina, Paulina, he was, he was so scared. freaked out. So my question is this. At that point, had Mike 
Had he already admitted it to Paulina that it was, you know what I mean? Did Paulina know that he really didn't get his phone stolen and it wasn't, you know, the hacked and hacked. anything like that at that point? Because it was a weird response. It was a weird response. If he wasn't worried. But what was Reza going to tell him? I, I mean, I, that's what she I don't sent know. Reza the right. screenshot. So what what was Reza going to tell him? Unless Reza was just going to say he's a piece of shit. You need to move on. Which is basically what he did. He's right. like, I like you. Be careful. But. Did she know at that point? Because why else would Mike be so upset about all this? Yeah, it was weird, huh? So I feel like at some point after that, Mike was like, fuck, I got to come clean. And he told her, but he kept saying, we've already worked through it. I don't think so. See, I don't know. The time frame wise, I just don't get it. Because he went to MJ's and he was still going, no, I was hacked. Paulina was really upset still. So at that point, did Paulina know it was fake? And he, and Mike's like, let's just tell them it was hacked and, and we worked through it. Yeah, I don't no, know. It's weird. Because Paulina sent them all that fucking screenshot and she was like getting them on her side. Well, that's the other thing, too, is like, why would she send, unless she was planning on leaving him, why would she send him those screenshots? I, th- I think that's what was happening. And he talked her back into it. Who knows? Oh, Who Paulina, knows? Paulina, Paulina. But they're, you know, we've said it before. They're still together today. Well, you know, it'll happen again, I guarantee. But at the end, Mike is so ridiculous because he stands up and he's like, you know, I fucked up. It was a moment of weakness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Always these excuses. And then he goes, but there is a snake in this room trying to break up me and Paulina. You know who that fucking snake is? Your pee-pee, Mike. <laughs> Stop trying to blame your shit on everybody else. And he's going to try to blame it on Reza for some unknown reason. Yeah, it's definitely Reza for sure. But Re- he's the one who's the snake. Of because course. this has happened so many... He cheated on his ex-wife. Yes. Right uh. after they got married. And during their whole engagement, before they were even married, he was cheating on her the entire yeah. time. Why even have a girlfriend, really? <laughs> like Gigi Why? said. I mean, have a side piece unless unless Pauline is fine with it she has kids though that's I know, just it weird yeah it's weird all right let's do i want to touch a little bit on married to medicine why again lisa nicole why are you here and getting so much airtime yeah no this was interesting because they really kind of made her the focal point of this episode the entire episode was about her and not her and Simone, because it was made very clear that she is cutting Simone out of this little idea. Yeah, so they tried to do something together. Lisa Nicole kind of took over, and Simone is pissed, and mm-hmm. rightfully so. It was a get the vote out. Mm-hmm. And they were trying to get people, like a focus group or something, and they were supposed to be talking about it together. And Lisa Nicole's like, well, I already contacted this person, this person, this person, this person. Like, I mean, it's ridiculous. And then she invites everybody to over to her house and signs the letter just from her. Like she's been doing all this work herself. On, by herself. Yeah. It was mm. a town hall they were supposed to be yeah. putting together. And guess what? We were reminded very quickly of when she did this with Heavenly. Well, I know. But the, oh. oh, God, when she gave Heavenly, mm. tried to give oh. Heavenly the Chanel bag and there was a scale in there. Now, what is the issue between... The two of them. So there was a text exchange after the birth, after Anila's birthday party, and they were making fun of each other's weight on the yeah. pony. When Heavenly came into Lisa's Nicole's house this night, she hugged her with a tape measure. Oh, that's right. So that's fucking right. rude. That's right. Yeah. And then Heavenly's like, "Get that shit off of me." That was bad. That was bad. That was bad. But apparently, <clears throat> see, Heavenly is a is another person who can dish it out, but can't take it. So she said something to Lisa Nicole like, "Well." If we're both, if we both weigh this much, I don't believe it. I bet I weigh this much. She called it a little banter, funny banter. But then Lisa mm-hmm. Nicole's taking it to the next step and the next it's level. Nasty. It is nasty. Mm-hmm. But was there a real Chanel bag in with the? No, it, <laughs> it was, was just, just a scale. A scale. Yeah. I don't imagine. blame. I don't blame Heavenly for leaving. That's so fucking rude. I'm surprised she came back. Me too. Shocked that Me she too. came back. But what about when Carrie was sitting there and they were talking? About working with different people <laughs> and um, at least Nicole's like, I was working um, with Oprah to invite her and they were like, Oprah, like, who the fuck do you think you are? And then <laughs> Carrie's like, when I work with Mariah Carey and it was silence and then Heavenly starts cracking up and they all start laughing. Quad were like, Mariah Carey, give me a break. Yeah. What exactly did you do no, like, with Mariah yeah, Carey? And, and who did you know that you talked to that knew that person who knew that person who possibly knew Mariah Carey? That's exactly think, what happened. Didn't she say that she worked with someone who worked with her 
assistant yes. or some, no, something. No, there was no direct connection. It was just so funny. And then, of course, Scott and Contessa, and they're still going through their stuff that they're going through mm-hmm. and counseling or no counseling. And she just said she doesn't feel, what did she say? He doesn't protect her heart. So she's doing her own counseling. And that's what well, it which was. Which is good. She should. I, I agree. Now, at the end, Toya, she sort of led us into why she's been upset. And it's that she feels like Heavenly has just been mean to her. And she's the one who brought Heavenly into this group. And that she's changed so much since she's been around the group. And is being mean to Toya. Which I can't disagree. Heavenly is being kind of mean to Toya. And I actually forgot that she's the one who brought her in the group. Heavenly's always mean. What are you she's, talking about? She she's mean to everybody except Simone. I don't think she... No, I mean no, Jackie. 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 I think she used um, to be mean to Jackie. But she needs an ally. So she's got to yeah, have... She's kind of like Nini in a way. But she's she's good friends with Quad. Yeah. Because guess what? Quad can give it back. Well, that's true, the too. The ones but that can't really give it back. Although Toya can give it back to her. But Toya yeah, can give it back she's, to her. Toya's definitely... Sorry. I couldn't hear what you said. <laughs> I love the Apple. Apple Did you ask Siri something? <laughs> um, Toya, I mean, we know she's been going through something. I don't know if this is exactly what it is, but this is part mm, of it. Maybe. 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 Not really sure. Unclear, Anne. Yeah. It's unclear. Let's let's talk below deck. This this episode to me was just classic because it's talking all about Jean Luc and Danny. Weird conversations going on because Jean Luc is clearly very infatuated with Danny. Danny very infatuated with him. One minute she says she wants to marry him and have his babies right away. Then the next minute she's like, "But he's too young, and I want him to live his life." She was very confusing. Am I am I wrong here? It's very confusing, and it's very interesting the way things ended up. If this really is his baby, which you know allegedly it is, and I can't wait for oh the reunion. Oh my god, there's so many rumors. I hope she strolls that baby out. When did they film it? Have they filmed it yet? Maybe they have the reunion. It. No, no, no. I think they have. Oh, or man. wait, have they? I don't know. The season's not over yet. I think they have filmed it and that she talks about the situation or whose baby it is oh how i don't know there's there's too many rumors because some people are saying it's definitely not his baby and then other people are saying that the mom is really pissed at her but actually i could see where the mom would be pissed if it wasn't jean-luc's baby after they had such a but if it's not his baby why wouldn't he come out and say calm down people it's not my baby because he's upset that she slept with somebody else or she got pregnant. Baby. Yeah, right after their thing. I don't, it's very I don't, messy. All, it's of, very, it is, very all messy. of it is very interesting. And we and, love and it. Let me point out, I was joking. The baby's not, <laughs> name is not Croatia. I was joking. I bit on that one. I'm it like, was Croatia. A, it was not a good joke. I should have known. I should have known. <laughs> but I thought it was kind of funny, but it, it's not. It was very funny. <laughs> All right, so Eric and her group are, Ooh. oh, God. They're just sitting around the table, and then they're complimenting each other. Uh, this was too but, much. But the best part is it's supposed to be women empowerment. And, and then superficial shit. Yeah, they're talking about each other behind their back the entire time. Oh, my God. It's so funny. They are just, that Bianca just cannot cut a break. Why did they bring her even on this cruise? Why? I, I, I'm glad they did. It's been amazing. Even when they're sitting and complimenting each other, Erica makes some snide remark to her like, woohoo, Bianca's eating bread. And she and Bianca looks at her like, what? And she's like, no, I'm complimenting you. I think it's really great that you're eating bread. No, she said, Bianca's I'm- eating bread. bread. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see that Danny actually made a comment about that oh no yeah she she talked about the voice inflection she, she said something back oh yeah yeah yeah. i don't know I why she j- talks like that <laughs> she was mimicking her too but when they're going to leave erica asks Allie to help her pack, pack her really why can't you pack your own luggage she's you pa- spoiled you packed it to go didn't you maybe not maybe she had someone pack and it I, for her i just don't believe she's as prissy as she's pretending to be i you just think can't so? i just can't what did you think of sydney's song I mean she's not that great right no I was very unimpressed and Erica was very upset at Bianca she said Bianca needed to stay Mm -hmm. for the song Bianca was trying to take a call I just I thought it was like they were making such a big deal about the song and I thought that's the song I mean I, I made up better camp songs than that one they're very impressed by everything they're very impressed by the parties by the you know, singing, whatever. And I have to tell you, I'm not that impressed. I mean, when they do their parties in the cast Yeah, they crew, dress up. Yeah. Dress up. I don't want to see it's that. It's not that great. No. no. Okay, so... 
finally those ladies leave and we have them all going out to dinner and Allie talks to Sydney in the room and says listen I told Gary that I know you guys slept together I don't want any part of that we're not going to go there. Sydney's like, okay, great. Well, Gary's free now. I know. Oh my God. And then they go to, de- what? that was so fucking rude. And Gary biting? Totally biting. What an asshole. But I love that Colin pulled him inside and said, listen, if you think you have any shot with Allie now. Yeah, you're, you're being an you're asshole. Being a, you're so stupid. So do you think he's going to sleep with Sydney tonight? Ooh. Tonight. He might. That night. He might. Gary is just, what is it about Gary? Also, I don't give a shit about Gary. Like, fuck Gary. Sydney doing that to Allie? Yeah, that's bullshit. But Sydney is so so needy that she's going to sleep with whoever. Yeah. It's so annoying. Anyway, I I fucking love this show. Yeah, it's good. And it's long. It's so good. And it's, yeah, it keeps going and going. Good episode. Mm -hmm. Lots of episodes. All right, let's head to Lake Tahoe with Beverly Hills. Our backyard. This was a rough episode. I don't know where that rail bike is, but that was that's fun. in Virginia City. Oh, it is. Yeah, that's a good. That was a good amount of. Well, yeah, ways because away. they went over the hill to Gardnerville, oh, so they had right. to go almost to Reno. It looked fun, but I wonder how long it was. It's like a roller coaster. You stand in line for an hour for a two second ride. Ugh, it looked why? a little longer than that. It was pretty, mm-hmm. but why was Sutton so freaked out? I mean, she was like beside herself. Oh my god! Oh my god! Were they tied Slow in? down? I know she I was freaking think so. out. Sutton was having Sutton was having a moment this yeah, entire trip. Yeah, she definitely had a mo- she had a couple moments. Ooh, so we started out with the Crystal and Sutton conversation that we ended with last time. Mm-hmm. And Crystal makes the statement to Sutton and said, "Tell me you're one of those people that says you don't see color." Crystal in her little side thing. Yes, she's 20 years older than me. I <laughs> and know. that was the pers- that perspective is very outdated. And by the way, she's 12 years older, but it was pretty funny. They made sure to caption Oh, that. yeah. So that happened. And then, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what was going on with Sutton, if she was really drunk or this whole episode. She was frazzled. She was chaotic. She's a little manic, right? I mean, like, she's nervous. She's kind of... But, but uh, wasn't she like this last season? Yeah, but we, we didn't saw see her, so much of her. Yeah. But remember how weird she was? Like, there were scenes that were cut out that we saw later about her birthday party and stuff. And she's an odd duck. She's a weird, she's, a weird, she's weird. Yeah, she is weird. So anyway, that's when we get into Kathy Hilton. And Kathy Hilton. She is the gift that keeps on giving that Kathy Hilton. Do you think she is in any way putting us on? Mm, I don't think so. I think she's just kooky Kathy. And I think if she is putting us on, well done. She's a very good actress. When she walked in Kyle's room, and we know, like having sisters, as we both do, I can see this situation happening. First of all, why is she even going into Yeah, into I couldn't figure that Kyle's out either. Room. Like she was just, she needed somebody to sit with because she was awake. She didn't want to be awake alone in her room. Well, apparently so she let's has bug Kyle. insomnia or something, but it was, I was dying with the eating the chips <laughs> and at one o'clock in the morning, eating the chips, Red Bull, the Red Bull. And, and Kyle's like, Kathy, what are you doing? Why are you drinking a Red Bull? It's one thirty in the morning. And she's like, what, what? And I just night, thought it was a and it soda. Was night, the night cameras got it. The night cameras. Yeah. Well, no wonder she didn't wake up until 11 o'clock the next morning because she was probably up until three. Of course. With the freaking Red Bull in her system. Who so the hell classic. eats chips in bed and drinks a Red Bull? <laughs> and looks like that. It's really annoying, yeah. actually. <laughs> <laughs> well, when you don't wake up till 11 or 12 the next day, you don't eat all morning. I guess. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, and then we had to l- listen to you know them talk about Trump a little bit. And they were concerned mm. about the election and what oh, was going right. to happen. It was, it was, and then Lisa Rinna tells her perspective of being on, <sighs> on the, the Apprentice. Apprentice. Twice, twice. and Not once, but twice. But he was very nice to her. Mm. Mm. But then Sutton and Crystal have their talk. I I commend Crystal for this because I could barely sit and listen. That was a very mm-hmm. uncomfortable conversation. Well, yeah, and, and Sutton doesn't hold back. I mean, no. she says what she feels and she really doesn't give a shit. She was like, you know, I get called a racist because of being from a hick town or being from the South. Sutton, you really are not getting any of this. It's, I've never heard anybody say anything no, about and someone she actually, who has a little at, bit of an accent. And at dinner, she tried to get Erica in on that. Like, you know what, Erica? Like, oh, people well, like us. That's a and, whole nother story. Well, and Erica was like, yeah, no, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Well, they, yeah, but then Dorit tells Erica that people think that, that she, 
what did she say that she thinks that people are being people from the South are being judged because of the way that they speak. Oh, she was comparing Sutton to Erica. And she's like, well, Erica, people don't say that about Erica because Erica is multicultural. And oh, then Sutton right, right. was like, what do you mean? I've lived in Paris oh and I've God, lived in that's London. Right. That's that right. was kind of a shitty thing it to was. say. It was like, first of all, Dorit, where where have you been? You're really tanning your confessional. That's the only time I've seen you this whole time. Right. Except screaming on the little rail ride. But where is Dorit in all of this? This is the first she's time she's modeling spoke her up. Louis Vuitton pants. <laughs> yeah. And it was a weird comment. It was a total slam to Sutton. Yes. yes. She was digging her, whether mm-hmm. she thinks she was or not. To say that you know, Sutton is not multicultural, but Erica is. I mean... No, all of it is just stupid. It was really dumb. And then <laughs> but, the whole yeah. martini thing where Kathy was oh, doing the was bottoms funny. up. That was actually great. And she plays a joke and tells the waitress to bring water with olives in it. That was pretty damn funny. Well, how would you feel? I, You know, Sutton being like the only one not in on the joke. I, I totally get I it. I totally get that. I mean, because the joke was kind of on her. If everybody else was in it and knew about it and yeah. they're texting each other and you're the odd man Although out. I don't know if Kyle knew. Kyle, I don't think Kyle was in on it. You don't think she heard I think Kyle Kathy? knows. I think Kyle knows Kathy. Probably. Yeah. I mean, Sutton just, it, none of this was a good look for her. I think that Crystal, she forgave what Sutton said, but almost like, all right, Sutton, just stop talking. Like she was doing her a favor. Like stop talking about this. You, yeah. You're sounding so stupid and I just can't listen Before to you Before you dig yourself even deeper. Yeah. But she then at the her. end, all of a sudden Sutton decides to bring Crystal her coat. So she puts it on a hanger and she's like, this is what good friends do. And she knocks on the door and then opens the door. And then I think we see next week, Crystal's pissed. She's like on the phone. Yeah, she was talking she to her friend. She said she was naked. What the hell was Sutton doing coming in her room? Yeah, like they're best friends all of a sudden. Leave the fucking coat on the couch. Yeah, Who cares? Yeah. And Sutton wearing those $2,000 slippers, please. They weren't even that cute. They were fucking ugly. <laughs> Big old furry slippers that kids wear. Oh, but wait a minute. I have to say when Garcelle and Kathy and Kyle were sitting out on the balcony. Oh, yeah. Ooh, and Garcelle says something like, well, you know, I met Paris at a party and I was actually kind of annoyed with her because she was on her phone the whole time. And I thought, why are you even here if you're going to be on your phone the whole time? Garcelle, you don't talk about somebody else's kids to them. Mm-mm. Oh my God. I'm telling you right now, they handled that so well. You could see Kyle perked up a little bit like, don't let me talk about my yeah, family. Let me try to let you know that there's a reason why she does it. Now, was that the truth? Did Paris do that because she was shy? Maybe. I mean, we've we've seen Paris's documentary. I Paris is still a little bit of an illusion to me because yeah. that documentary was produced by her and she wants us to see her in a certain way. Yeah, 100%. Um, I think it could be some truth to it. I also think, sorry, Garcelle, you're a lot older than Paris. And during that time... You know, that's Paris, what young girls Paris do. was known for that. And even to this day, you go to a party, half those girls have their fucking phones out. But she that wasn't that crazy. No, it's not. I mean, for anybody in their 20s and even 30s, everybody has a damn phone in their hand. But she also said, I'm what did she say? I'm not sure exactly how she said it. But she said something, something to the effect that I'm glad to see Paris is using her real voice now. Oh, yeah. See, she what was she doing there? Like, Taking a dig, mm, I know, but, but what was she hoping for from that situation? Don't talk about somebody else's child. Kathy Hilton just sat there. It didn't seem to phase her so nope, much. She nope. just said, yeah, well, now she's comfortable in her skin and that uh-huh. she can be who she can be, you know, be who she is. I just thought there, the way Garcelle said it was not in a concerning or kind way. It was way. condescending. It was, and it was trying to get something. I don't know. Trying I to just, get a rise. Yeah, why bring it up at all? Like, why say anything? Or, nobody else is talking about anybody else's kids. Harris is very famous. Mm. She's probably irritated, like, famous for what? Well, you know, <laughs> yes, I for being a that. socialite. Sure. And everybody knows she uses that fake little girl voice, and that's not her real voice. Right. And she's that's admitted her thing. It. She's admitted that that's not her real voice. I just don't know what, what Garcelle was doing there. That I was a little like, ooh, gosh. I mean, you know, Mama Bear, I would have freaking... Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Don't I would have I would have been pretty pissed if somebody was talking about my child, who's an adult, by the way. I know that Paris is in her probably thirties, maybe forty now. Oh, I think she's the same. I think also, she is forty. She actually, could be, she be, could be closer to Garcelle's age than Kathy Hilton is. Oh, you're now that right. I think about it, isn't she the same as Kim? What Kim Kardashian? Oh, yeah. How old is Kim? 
Well, she's 40, mm-hmm. right? Also, we didn't talk that Kim didn't pass the baby bar. Oh, shocker. I actually thought she had a good chance because she had because all that Because Van pri- Jones was helping her? No, he wasn't. <laughs> she had private tutors. But he was helping her too. She was working in no, his she was law work- office Yeah, she was working. Like, I don't know. They were doing something together in his firm, but. Mm. Well, yeah. I mean, the baby bar is very, very hard. Good try though, Kim. Better luck next time. Although people are saying she's probably not going to take it again because she couldn't take the humiliation. Well, it was a lot. It's a lot of freaking work. I mean, and when you have four kids, I mean, she said she studied eight to nine to 10 hours a day and then to not complete. And I remember when she was going to take it, she was like really ready. She's like, I am ready for this. And they told her, her tutors are like, you are ready for this. And then to not pass, that would be hard she to wasn't ready. dive back in. She wasn't ready. She wasn't and ready. where's Kanye? <laughs> in Montana, Wyoming, I, wherever the hell. Who the hell knows where Kanye is? Who the hell He's knows? with Jeffree Star. <laughs> With his lover, Jeffree Star. Jeffree Star. Okay, New York City. Another, these episodes Ooh, this start episode. and end all crazy. Like, there's so many great moments. Even with Beverly Hills, there's so many great moments and there's hard moments to watch. In NYC, so many great moments and then it ended so difficult. Well, it started where it left off last week with Leah dropping a huge bomb at Ramona's <laughs> dinner party and 10 minutes later, everybody's hugging it out and they're fine. This is the only franchise that does that. This is it. I think no so. other franchise does can that. Go from zero to 100 so fast and then hug it out. And be fine. <laughs> totally fine. These women bounce back quick. They do. However, I think we see in this episode, they harbor things. <laughs> yeah, some they of pretend. them do. They pretend. Although they always, always forgive Sonia. For whatever Sonia says or does, she is always forgiven. She's forgivable. Leah, not so much. Well, Leah's rough, though. Mm. I was dying at Sonia because every damn housewife has those stupid Chanel earrings. Yeah. And Sonia, I was like, your earrings say cha-cha-cha. <laughs> Luann's she's like, like, no, they're darling. Chanel. They're Chanel. How about when Ebony thought that Ramona said she can take a big dick? And Ramona's like, what do you mean? I never said that. She got so mad. I didn't say that. And they're all laughing like Ramona didn't say that. Ebony's like, I thought that's what she said. Oh. And then she was running after her. Ramona, I'm sorry. It's I'm not sorry. what I said. So funny. Then they do their little painting with the live yeah. model. Mm-hmm. And Alfredo comes. He's a musician who's very creepy, I might say. Oh, and and that's a musician he, oh. that that Luann's like. Oh, I br- I'm bringing this guy. Haven't for we seen Sonya him before? I thought I we saw know. him before. I don't think so. I don't remember. Well, seeing he's him creepy. Before. I don't know with his red <laughs> pants. I, ugh. No thanks, Alfredo. Uh, and yeah. Sonia's totally not into him, but Ramona might be. Ramona, when he was playing that music, and like, she was like, oh. "Oh my god, I'm feeling this music right now." Oh, <laughs> that was so, so embarrassing. She is so embarrassing. If I were her daughter, oh I would be dying. I think was it Leah that was sitting with her, like, "Oh my god, what? Like, what is that you're doing there?" She's flirting. It's her way <laughs> of flirting. It's like her mating call. <laughs> but when they go over to Luann's and Garth is there, what is up with Garth's hair? That floppy blonde hair. No, he's Norwegian. Or German so, or something. Yeah, I think he's Norwegian. But who cares? Cut the hair. And they talked about freaking lamb curry ew, so much. Ew. Was it the summer? I guess it was, was it winter? It looked a little Yeah, I think there. it was kind of fall. The, I, all I could think of was lamb curry in the heat. It was like, ew. But no, it, I don't but think it, it was wasn't. Hot. So what'd you think of the mo- nude model? He was creepy. <laughs> oh, his teeth were all jacked up. Did I you was, notice? Uh-uh. Oh, I did. I didn't notice up in his face so much. Yeah, I noticed I mean, the blurriness of down okay, below. Okay, but when he smiled, it was like, ugh. <laughs> I liked when Sonia, when she realized that the guitar player was the one that Luann wanted to set her up with, she was like, I'm an artist. I don't want to be with another artist. I like a dandy guy. A dandy? <laughs> Who says dandy? That's like so old so fashioned. dated. I'm like a dandy guy. She goes, I don't like artists. I like bankers. Oh, oh Sonia. All right, Sonia. Stop. Here we on. go. Back to the Morgan. God. So the whole painting thing, what what did you think of that? Can you imagine? No. I would not even be interested in, in that. That just, doesn't even sound first fun. Off, first off, I don't know if I've ever made it clear on this podcast before. I'm the most unartistic person ever. <laughs> like a stick figure to me is difficult. Yeah, and you I'm and not, me both. I, I am not kidding. I cannot draw anything Mm -mm. so when I see them kind of drawing I when I saw Sonia's which she's the artist of the group and it looked 
awful. I thought that's kind of probably what mine would look like. I don't even know what I would draw. Are they just focusing on that area? Well, what? I mean, if you saw the paintings, right, they were mostly just penises. Yes. I think it was Victoria, Luann's daughter, that is the artist and kind of drew the big. And I, I was like, okay, I have to remember that for if I'm ever in this kind of situation, Gina. I'm going to just draw things big and kind of out of proportion. Next time I have a nude model come over to paint, that's what you do. Abstract, Dan. Abstract. I just thought it was so they were all giggling and laughing. That's what I would do. It's uncomfortable. I'm sorry. It's uncomfortable. Yeah, that was a weird a little nude thing to do. man is uncomfortable to draw and stop trying to and, act like you're so cool well, about wait, it. Well, wait, the Luan. funny part was he was going into different poses. Oh, yeah. The so, poses. The like poses. Like every 10 minutes. I'm like, what? Are, are they supposed to change, like draw a new thing for new each paper, pose? New paper. Every, yeah, new paper, every pose. And they all looked exactly the same. Yeah. It was like, what? I, yeah. Um, so then they sit down to eat. Leah is having a moment. Leah is very emotional about her grandmother. Um, I think we agree that Leah probably shouldn't have gone on this trip. Yes, I think people are questioning why did she go if her grandmother was dying, but I guess she couldn't see her grandmother anyway because of COVID. So what? But her else? sister was going to see the grandmother, so well, that I was a like, little. I like you know confusing. you should be there for your family, a support for your family. You shouldn't be yeah. in the Hamptons having a drawing male models. And also, she was not having. She wasn't in a good spot or a good place it, this whole weekend. She's kind of in a bad place a lot, Leah. And if this is all because of her grandmother, um. Probably not. I, I just don't. I don't know if it is. I, I'm probably not. Probably but, not. So she goes off. She's having a major fit because once again, it's brought up that she was talking inappropriately at the dinner table and Ramona saying, well, you know, I mean, I just wasn't brought up that way. I just didn't talk that way, you know, when I was younger. And, well, no shit, Ramona. Of course, we didn't talk about dicks and cocks at the dinner table and nor do we now but when you're in this setting you're filming it could be funny it's not a big deal stop being so fucking uptight also the night before when she's like where's all the class and elegance she's walking upstairs with her fucking bottle of wine with her is that classy and elegant going to bed with a bottle of fucking wine well yeah and how about the pictures that leah took yeah, of her when before. she's wearing her thong she's underwear a and huge hypocrite total hypocrite and when she says oh my daughter avery was just shocked well avery's a fucking prissy brat yeah avery is a pain in the ass Ooh, was that too intense <laughs> Ooh, Pris fucking prissy brat how do you really feel so then they get into this conversation about not being classy or a lady. When you talk like that, you're not classy. You're not a lady. I disagree. I think there are certain environments, certain occasions, whatever. Who actually call for it. <laughs> that call for it. And then there's those that do not. You're with a bunch of ladies. Who cares? And most of us can swing from classy and elegant to total trash. Yes, yes. <laughs> that's what we do, especially ladies of a certain age. That's it's very right. easy to go in and out of this. We have a get out of jail free card. <laughs> we can swing either way. <gasps> Definitely can. I mean, it's true. We can get away with a lot. Or people just say, well, or she's old and doesn't, like, yeah, she doesn't like, know what she she's saying. Her, she doesn't know. Oh, that's what I was going to say. People were saying how kooky Kathy Hilton was. Mm -hmm. I also feel like I'm only a few years away <laughs> of being like that. When she put the eye drops in her eyes and they oh. were, what did she say they were? She um, thought they were eye was drops. Glue? Was it glue? No. It wasn't glue. Oh my God. I, I didn't catch it. What she, what she said it was. Oh my God. It was something that was burning her eyes. Yeah. It was something meant for something else. Like orange I don't know. But I'm going to tell you something. I mean, I told you I have really bad eyes. When we were on a trip, I, I don't know what kind of cream it was. It could have been, it could have been uh, feminine cream <laughs> and i thought it was toothpaste <gasps> oh no oh, let me tell you oh I, god. I honest to god i put it on there i started to brush it. i was like <gasps> oh, oh oh i i can never use that feminine cream again it's something you didn't need to know but i thought it was feminine cream <laughs> maybe hemorrhoid cream <laughs> it was after a long trip <laughs> Where you did a lot of sitting. There was a lot of sitting <laughs> happening at that trip. Oh, I digress. Oh okay. My God. So Luann says she's the one who started this. She brought up it has nothing to do with class. It all has to do with education. So she fucking brought that up. Education is a word that Luann used. Well, yeah. And they were talking about going to Catholic school. And Luann went to Catholic school. And Ramona like, went to like Catholic school. Like they were brought up in such a different way than the rest of you. That they know that they you shouldn't speak this way. And Ebony was like, 
Um, I disagree. It has nothing to do with education because I'm not one. I'm the most highly educated person here. Oh, oh, Luann. She fucking. lost her mind. Now, what, what, what is it with Luann and that? There's something that triggered her with regard to the word education because she kept bringing it back to that. She kept thinking that Ebony was saying because she has the most education that she's the smartest one there. And Luann was like, I'm the one who speaks three languages and I'm a nurse. Yeah, but she wasn't comparing apples to apples in this situation. Totally different. What Ebony was saying was completely different than what Luann... And Luann was fucking wrong. I don't know what she was trying to express because whatever Luann was saying was that we were brought up a certain way to speak a certain way and apparently the rest of you weren't. That's what she was saying. Totally. That's exactly what she was saying. She was looking right at... Ramona like, well, we were brought up in a different situation. Yeah, we That's were higher she, class yes, basically than yes. you. Yes, And Ebony called her on her shit and Luann lost her shit. Oh, this did not go well. But Ebony was 100% right. She is proven to be the most highly educated person at the table. She has got the degrees and diplomas to prove it. Well, and then, so, and then I think it was um, Ramona who goes, what did you go? How do you know? Did you Google us? She's like, yes, I did. I Googled every one of you. I fucking, and then Ramona was like, good for you. Yeah, good for you. <laughs> she totally backed down. So then Luann, you know, being very Luann, when Ebony's trying to make her point, actually also in the middle of Ebony trying to make her point, Leah, who had left, comes back in and was like, don't ever compare me to your daughter. Why are you comparing? And I know. It's like, where did that come from? It was like, first of all, where did you go? And now you're coming back and nobody says anything. She's like, you're a hoe, you're a hoe, you're a hoe. And then zoom, she's off. Literally nobody says a thing. Then they go back to the Ebony situation. Luann's saying, oh my God, you're so angry. Why are you so angry? Wrong Ooh. thing to say, Luann. No. And not just that. Fucking Leah came in, called everybody hoes. Yeah. Screaming at the top of her lungs. Nobody says anything to her. No. Yet Ebony, who's trying to make a point, and you guys are talking over her, and she's saying, please just listen to me. She's being called angry. And a valid point, I might add. Yes. I mean, there's a total difference between worldly and educated. I mean, Luann just had it all wrong. I don't know what Luann was trying to do. There was something that triggered her with the word education and she kept going back to it. And then Ebony's breaking that fourth wall. Roll the cameras. I didn't fucking say it. It was good. So fucking good. Well, Luann thinks because she was married to a count and she lived in Europe and all this crap, she speaks three languages. That makes her more educated. Not true. And and not only that, Gina, what she is saying is, because I've done all this, I am actually I'm better I'm than up you. here and you're down here. It doesn't matter your school education. I've had the education of life. And Ebony, you don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, that was bad. Ooh, bad, bad. it was bad. Ebony went on live afterwards. And I don't know if you saw her live that we reposted, but yeah. she basically has said that rewatching this, and she rewatched it about three times, it's really upsetting. And that next week, it gets even more upsetting. Oh, boy. With regard to the terms these ladies are using. I think I think in this one or in the next one. I can't remember. Um, I'm not sure in this one if Ebony said, you are calling me an angry black woman. Oh, I think she did at the end of this one. And Luann was like, I never said that. I never said black. I never brought race into this. It was like, <sighs> oh, but you did. Yeah, you did. You don't always have to say it to bring it in. Mm-hmm. So... Ebony is taking two weeks off social media because this is a lot. And it's unfortunate because, well, not only was Leah gone, her ally in this group is gone at this point. Then you have Heather, who's just sitting there saying nothing. I mean, Sonia was the only one who was like, well, well, she didn't say it at the time. She said it in the interview. She's like, I don't hear her being angry. I hear her speaking her mind, which is what everybody else is doing here. Yeah. I don't know. This is a fucking mess. And Luann, whoo. It's a mess. And I'm surprised that after that aired, Luann didn't come out. Nothing. She didn't say, you know, that she was sorry. Yep. There was no no public announcement oh, or also, comment also, or anything. Also, we didn't mention that Luann asks her to leave her home. Oh, that's She right. says, um, nobody talks to me that way in my home. Oh, yeah. Luann. Luann is season one fucking Luann. And she's, yeah, she's not apologized. So I think we see next week that Luann is apologizing. I think we see Ebony say, well, I appreciate you apologizing. And then Luann says, and I would expect the same from you. Oh. It's like, 
Wow. She doesn't get it. She so, doesn't get it. So wait, why hasn't Luann come out like Sutton? Sutton has now come out to say, I am working on myself. I'm trying to be better and do better. Where is Luann's? Why hasn't she come out? Because there's no self-awareness. No, here's what I think. My prediction is that Luann thinks next episode, she's going to be coming out great. Like they're going to work it out and stuff. But from Ebony's response to, I've got to take a few weeks off social media because of what's happening. I think Luann is clueless. She she really thinks that they're working. And maybe they do work it out. And Ebony's rewatching going, oh, shit, this was even worse. Yeah, worse. From outside perspective looking in, like she was in it and it was bad. But she's almost used to that. That's the sad part. Ebony in that situation is like, I've fucking been here before. This is my life. But maybe now watching it and rewatching it, she's like, fuck, this was really bad. Yeah, really bad. Wow, this was a lot. I mean, I don't think Luann, like you said, she just doesn't get it. She doesn't realize she's doing anything wrong. Clearly. Clearly. I feel very riled up. God, I I know you got it. I feel like I need another Michelob Ultra here. Another one. Shit. Okay, Family Karma. The premiere of Family Karma season two. I'm so happy. It's been since 2019. It's been a a few years. It's been over a year. This did not disappoint. It was a little longer. It was a little longer because we had to catch up with what was going on. We haven't seen these people in such a long time. And we have new characters. And one of them is Dylan, <laughs> who we spoke with. We had on our podcast, what, a year ago? Oh, probably well, close to a year ago. It was ago. when season one was airing, and he's the brother, and he lives in San Francisco. And he had a podcast with his friend talking about family karma season one. Yeah. So it's interesting that he's he's not a main... Well... He kind of is a main character. Is he's, he in the beginning? I don't remember now. Is he mm, in that photo? I think he could oh, be. Oh, maybe. I think he is. So Dylan and, and his brother, Sean. Yes, but see, Sean last season was a very he quiet. Was a, yeah, yeah, yeah he part. was kind of the quiet one. So, and Dylan's not quiet. So Dylan this is, is interesting. Not quiet. So we we start out with Anisha, who's just so funny, and her and her mom and her grandparents, like their whole situation. And I love. Oh God, I liked how they did a lot of recapping of last season. Yeah, well, people don't know them, or if they haven't watched the show before, they just had to watch last season and they can catch up. But. Anisha's still single. She's mm-hmm. still looking for a man. But how is... about when her mom's like, well, you know, look at her last season. Oh, God. <laughs> like, all the other girls are great. Look at Anisha. And then they show the picture of Anisha last season. And then they show her this season. And she has had a glow up. But she I definitely don't... has. But what? I don't what has she know. done? Is it just makeup? I don't know. I think maybe she lost a little weight. because she fa- was always thin. Well, I think I mean, it was the hair. Been she grew her hair long. Maybe. And maybe different I don't know. makeup. She looks different. Yeah, she does. She looks fantastic. And now we have Brian, who's 29. He's dating a different Monica. Mm-hmm. Monica the doctor. doctor. They met online. Yes. Good for Brian, him. Brian still lives with mom and dad. Brian well, always is going to live with mom. They, they all live all with do. mom and dad. They all live with mom and dad. And I think it's really funny because then they were talking about Amri. And Amri moved out with his boyfriend, Nicholas. And they're like, oh, my God, you're like, you're like really growing up. You're showing us how to grow up. It's like he's like 34, he's like 34 <laughs> years old. And Brian, you're 29. You're dating a doctor and you're living at home. Yeah. Brian needs to maybe move out. But I guess it's the thing. And his parents are throwing him a 29th birthday. It's not yeah, like he's having weird. it. His parents are like cooking, getting it all ready with For him. all of his friends. So funny. He's all, all his friends who are in their 30s. It's it's hilarious. It's hilarious. And then Monica, the other Monica, is dating Rish. Rishi? Yeah. I think it's Rish. Rish? Yeah. And they've been friends since childhood. And he's so two cute. years younger. Yes, he's a younger man. But very he seems funny. very cute. He's very nice. Mm-hmm. Seems very nice anyway. He seems to really like her. They really like each other. And he has his own apartment, so he doesn't live at home. He's like a real grown-up. He's a grown-up. <laughs> but she's still, Monica's still living with her dad, who is so cute. He's so cute. Oh my God, dad is so funny. (laughs) So then we have Vishal. 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 So Vishal and Risha, so they dated for nine years. Last season, they got engaged. They had a, um, yeah, they had an Indian engagement party. Now they've been fighting and she gave him his ring back. And he said, well, he got COVID. He has, what does he have? Crohn's disease. It came back. He got very depressed. And she kind of was like, you know, you need to grow up. You haven't changed much in all these years that I've known you. And he said, maybe we should go to counseling. And she's like, I know what's the matter with us. You need to go to counseling. (laughs) Crazy, right? Well, she does have her shit together. And he really, he still lives at home too. And he's, I think he's 34 too, isn't he? In his 30s? Yes, they're all in their 30s. Except Brian. Brian's the young one, 29. Right. They're grown men. Mm. 
so Brian's brother is making more of an appearance now also. I think, yes. they, you know what? I think it's because of COVID because he was in college last time. Oh, maybe. So it must be, is it COVID when they're filming? I'm trying to remember. Mm. No, I don't think so. I think it's before COVID. Is it? I, they're not wearing masks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think it is. I think it is before. Interesting. So then Dylan mm. says some stuff about Vishal, kind of insinuating that he might be gay or feminine. I or think s- because I went back to try to find the podcast where he says this, but it's it gone. no longer is there. Probably not the right thing to say. Probably not. Probably not. So but- they have this big falling out and Vishal says he's going to punch him. <laughs> He said he's going to bash his head in her. I mean, it was a quite extreme what he said. Now, Dylan, I mean, now he's very upset about it. It's very emotional. Yes. Listen, it wasn't right that Dylan said that. And it, like somebody else said, if if Vishal happens to be gay or happens to, I don't know. Um, be un- unsure. Yeah, unsure of what he's feeling, whatever. It's not right for somebody else to call him out on it. And I, 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 it wasn't I, right of Dylan. I couldn't figure out why he was doing that. I think just talking shit. I think he was saying that it was a joke and they're very like all of these people are very good friends. That's why the show works is because they actually are good friends. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. Families are are all friends. Now Vishal found his voice this episode. Sort of. I think he did. We'll see. He may have said it to him, but he's like still behind everybody's back going, well, I said it would beat his face. You know, they're not having a conversation together until the end. Well, that was with his brother though. That's true. See, it, it was it was Dylan. it was um, Sean. Yeah, Sean went out and said, "Hey, that's not cool right. to say you're gonna." Which is not. Both of them are wrong, by the way. Totally. But okay, so Bali, we haven't talked about her. She's the auntie. She's forty six. Yep. I think her daughter Amishka is going to make an appearance. Her daughter's nineteen. I think she'll come around and be more in the. She was in the show last last year. Well, yeah, too. but she was going off to college, right? But I think she's probably back during she's this back. time. Maybe. Um, it could have been filmed in the summer before COVID. What was that? I don't even remember. I, I don't know. It, no, because that would have been 2019. I mean, we're a whole year. I, I mean, I don't remember COVID being a problem. Do, do you? This first episode? No, no talk of no. it. No. Maybe it happens during. Maybe it's right before. Not sure. No, no, because Dylan's girlfriend, the doctor, came in with a mask and she said she wasn't taking the mask off because she had been with patients. Do you remember? I do. But was that because of COVID or just being a doctor? No, I had to be okay. because of Maybe COVID. it was. Okay. So Bali's boyfriend is the weightlifter. He's going to be, I believe they're still together. So O'Malley? He'll come. Yeah, O'Malley. So the funniest part of this episode for me was Anisha's grandparents, that grandfather, when she goes up to his apartment... <laughs> And he's so aware of the cameras and he's like, oh, what are you doing? And they're talking about him drinking too much. And he's like, where's the camera? Where's the camera? <laughs> so funny. And like, oh, there's the camera. And they actually break the fourth wall and they show the big mic boom. And then they show oh, the. Oh, my God. It's so funny. And then they show when she's leaving. OK, we're leaving. And then she sh- they, they film him like in the window <laughs> waving to the cameras. <laughs> I love this show so much. It's really fun. Is Dylan the only new person? Well, there's the new Monica. There's the new Monica. And then there's there's the other Monica's boyfriend. It's a big cast. Yeah. But I just like how they're all friends. Well, that's what makes it so good. In one way or another. What's going to happen with Anisha and Vishal? Mm. Are they together? They're still not. Anisha and Vishal. Yeah. You mean Risha? Oh, sorry. Sorry. Risha. God, that would be interesting, actually. They're like best friends. (laughs) No, Anisha and Monica aren't speaking still. Right, right. But Anisha and, and Michelle, they're pretty funny because they're like they actually went up to each oh other. Oh my god! When Anisha went up to Monica and was like, "I just came over because I want to be the bigger person, and I know we don't like each other, but I just came over to say hello." So hello, and Monica's like, "Hello," Hi. <laughs> and then she walks. And she walks away. <laughs> She's hilarious. I believe all of this. Oh yeah, totally. It's all real drama, totally. <laughs> and they're all just fun to watch. It's a good one. Yep. Let's end with Seeking, seeking Sister Wives. Sister Wives, that freaking Garrick piece of shit. Oh, man. Well, let's get rid of the Snowdens. He asks Chrysaline to marry him. He's very thrilled. Gives Ashley, her a little right anklet because he probably can't afford a fucking ring. Well, exa- exactly. Yep. That's, That's exa- how I what thought. What kind of shit gift is that? Because she's from another country. He's like, here in America, for the engagement, <laughs> we do anklets. <laughs> 
sterling silver anklets. Well, and you're right. And when we get married, it goes to your left. It's like a graduation. It's like a graduation ceremony. Yeah, that's you're an true. engagement. And then once you've you toss that tassel over, when we get married, you get to wear it on your left ankle. <laughs> What was the the point of that anklet? Oh, he made it sound like it was his tradition, his cultural tradition. Oh, bullshit. I think he actually said Cuba. Oh, he did say Cuba. He said Cuba. Is it a tradition in Cuba? I do not know. To get engaged with the anklet? Is it also a tradition to be an asshole? The funny part was that they leave to go on their date. We didn't see them go on a date. Did they just drive freaking around the neighborhood and then come back? You know what? I think they did. He blindfolded her and then he brought her to the, which was her backyard? The backyard with the cinder block walls and a bunch of Christmas lights hanging down and bags with lights in them. How romantic. And it was just like, with, ugh. I honestly felt like she was gonna, she was like silent for a little bit. I thought she might've said no. Well, she, you know, and I'm wondering when all this alleged stuff happened, like, did it start in the beginning mm. of their relationship? No. She said she was really happy or was it after they got married I think when it he was, started becoming an asshole? I think it was after, after they got married. Was it? Yeah, I think so. I yeah. mean, that would make more sense. We don't right. know what the happened. The Mary Fields, we, we have to, we have to talk about this. So Danielle and Garrick go on a, it would have been their 13th wedding, wedding anniversary. However, they're divorced now. Yeah, and this was painful. It was so hard. You oh can God. just see that Danielle is just not a willing participant in any of this. The entire time at dinner, they're talking about Bert. Well, he, their because little he's talking about of course, Bert. their anniversary, he can't stop talking about Bert. And now they're all going to go to Mexico to meet Bert in Mexico to impregnate Bert. Well, even when they're sitting at their anniversary dinner, he calls Bert and they leave a message for her. Yeah. And she has to play along like... This is Hi. great. This is what I want to do. We're so happy. So it's so weird because they're bringing the kids, which is fine, but they're bringing Danielle's parents. Well, okay. Why are, Let's why are talk Danielle's, about Danielle's parents, parents all okay with this? They are a little kooky themselves. Well, also, Garrick admits he doesn't have a relationship with his family, so her family is his family. So what a piece of fucking shit to treat Danielle this way. But her parents are okay with it. That's the weird I, part. I don't get it. I don't understand. But they haven't seen Bert for eight months. Is that what it said? Eight, Eight months. months. Ooh, it's a long. What if Bert shows up and she's pregnant? <gasps> oh my god. Oh my god. That would be a twist. That would be good. But he is giddy. He's like a schoolboy. He's packing. He's got his freaking ugly cowboy hat on. Ew. And they're ready to go. Then they get there, and there's a room. It's a house. Actually, they rent a house because Beautiful of COVID. Villa. And outside of the master bedroom is a hot tub. And he walks in, and the first thing he says is, "Well." This will, he's looking at Danielle and he's like, well, this will be mine and Bert's room, right? Right? And the the kids and her parents are right there. She's like, yeah? It's so fucking rude. And it didn't look like it was like an enclosed patio. It looked like it was just open yard. Yeah. So what the hell? Ew. And then the producers are asking the kids, what do you think about Bert? Do you want her to be as another mom? They're like, sure, we don't care. Yeah. More more time. Brainwashed to think. Oh, yeah. They're like, double the attention. Yeah, right. Who's told them to say that? Okay, what if they said, it's God's will? That would have been really fucking creepy. (laughs) Well, that's what Garrett keeps saying. Oh, yeah, of course. It's God's will. Whatever God wants. It's It's my dad said it's God's will that he has multiple wives. Gross. Gross. So the Clarks. Again, with Crystal, the nurse, they're the one who has the nurse possibility. Um, she could make a good queen for him. For his she kingdom. Could be a queen for my kingdom. He also says he would like have to have up to four wives. Well, you haven't had much luck with a second wife. So let's calm that down a little bit. Well, no, but then he also said that he's not sure that this is something that he wants to pursue. So he's wishy-washy. It, yes, he is. I think I'm just he, I think they are on the show for... Yeah. For kicks and giggles. I think so too. Um, the Joneses. This is the one where they have the group date with Alexandra. Alexandra decides to come over and, and just give this a little on air shot. This was never going to happen. It was never going to happen. She doesn't want to be a mother. She's not sure that she even wants to be a wife. She's just interested to know their story. She's curious about this polygamy lifestyle that would be me me too like i'll go on a second date with you let's go to your backyard more tell me all about it (laughs) what do you do what does it mean now tasha she doesn't have any kids so she hasn't even had any kids yet right and she's like i didn't know if i wanted to have kids either right and then Mm -hmm. she found herself in this role because his wife left his mother of the kids left yeah so he's got to raise his kids yep 
And then the winders, winders, wonders. Colton, Tammy, and Kimberly's gone. She, um, no. They were like, she was really great in the kitchen. Yeah. She really helped. (laughs) Colton doesn't think they were very compatible. He doesn't feel anything. Well, that was obvious. Very clear. Of course, the plaid shirt, the baseball cap. No, the best is. And the Tiva sandals didn't help. He goes, I can't put a finger on it. (laughs) Can't put a finger on why I'm not attracted to her. Let us help you. She's not your type. It's a no for them. The courtship will not be happening with poor little Kimberly who didn't want to go home. I know. And they made it sound like, oh, we're going to miss her. Like she was there for two days. <laughs> not even. talking about. She never changed her clothes. That's true. A day and a half. A day and a half. So they're going to prey on it and then they're going to go from there. Because yeah, they're they... not. But but Kimberly's out. Kimberly is out. The year long courtship that the girls had with Kimberly is over. A year long. Can you year imagine long. all that? And then she comes out and it's like. Wah, and wah, he's wah. like, no, thanks. So that's all. That's all. That's this week. all we've got. Because you're le- we're taping this a little early, we're not going to be doing Maths Australia. We'll save that for next yeah. week. Give us a review on Apple Podcasts if you like us. If you don't, pass on that. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> don't review us at all. If you don't give us five stars, then don't review us at all. Please don't review us. <laughs> DM us anytime you like. Follow us on Instagram. Give us any tidbits, any new shows. Um, we love that because I will watch anything clearly. Yeah. Have we talked about reading the Housewives book? Oh, what we're doing? Not really. I think we're going to do a little bit of a book club with some of our friends of the show. So I think there'll be four of us. We're going to split it up maybe. We're thinking of doing half the book and half the book. I'm not sure yet. I started it, but that's it. Yeah. I'm about third way through. Oh. But- yeah, I have a problem reading at night because when I read well, in bed, you fall I like, fall asleep like, yeah, immediately. Me too. So I get like three pages in and then I'm like, so you're, and, then I'm, and then I'm like, I'm going to wait for my vacation to read. And then when yes. a vacation comes, there's no time. There's no time to read. Well, I figure on the plane, I could probably. Yes, you can maybe hit Get it something. in. But Plus I feel it's like, a hardcover. So it's a it little, a it's a little bulky to bring on a plane. Oh, you're right. But that's okay. I feel like I need to take notes. Remember all the details. No. The juicy details. It's pretty good so far. Yeah, it's the Housewives book, by the way. We Brian Moylan's. Yeah. Yeah, he's got some good dirt. He mm-hmm. he does a lot about Andy. Also, he says some of the names of the people who have spoken to him, but then some he has to keep out. So that's always interesting. Yeah, and he's the same um, ghostwriter that wrote Erica, Erica Jane's, Jane's book. Yeah, although yeah. he says now that don't hold me accountable for that book or something like that. It's oh, yeah, funny. that book wasn't very good. Well, anyway, have a wonderful weekend. We'll be back next week and we'll hear about all Gina's escapades. Oh, yeah. All right. Drunken evenings. Drunken, hopefully drunken hopefully nights. you have a um uh, eye drop incident. I don't know. What was it she put incident. in her eyes? Oh, I don't I want no incidents. <laughs> I hope you have lots of incidents to talk about. No. <laughs> Bye. Bye. There is nothing like a dame. Nothing. <laughs>